Godhood Podcast Episode 3. What is dark energy? What are dark beings? And how does this knowledge aid you in your ascension? Dark power is the hidden energy you carry within at varying degrees in your existence. In this podcast, I will include what is your dark power? How can you properly manifest with it? How to visualize your current state of ascension? How to balance your dark and light nature, reading and controlling your subconscious and more. So what do you think about energy? You don't associate it with good and bad. Good and bad are moral subjects and they're not physical and they're not actual. They're not factual. When you think about dark and light energy... It is something that you can feel, it's something that you can see, and it's something that you can not really put a moral compass on. Energy is the way of the universe, and we know this. Um, There's a girl on here that I was really really into a couple years ago when I started learning about my own power and dark energy. Her name is Ashira Star Goddess. Ashira Star Goddess. And if you search her up with the subject of dark energy, she has a playlist. These are some really good gems some really good information that she has first of all why is it important well (laughs) i have to tell you that you are a dark being and i'm not gonna say that everyone is but if you're listening to this i can almost guarantee unless you know someone that is a dark being and you're kind of trying to understand who they are When I say dark, I mean that you have come into this existence with a energy that transmutes. In the vampire video that I did on YouTube, the very first video I posted on my channel, I talked about how vampires are very um, sensitive to energy and it's because whether they like it or not they constantly transmute energy light to dark dark to light all the time it doesn't matter where they are what they're doing or you know and there's also times of being in a darker phase and being in a lighter phase this has to do with connecting with your inner workings Your dark energy is the side of you that is able to attract. The side of you that is able to create. Ashira talks about um, how she, she relates the dark energy to the void of the universe, the womb of a mother. Um, And she also mentions that The world is made up 95% of dark energy, and that's a fact that we know. So only 5% of the energy on life, of life, of existence, is light. 
Why is there mostly dark energy? Why are we floating in a simulation, a holographic simulation? Light is holographic, by the way. Why? Are we all dark beings? Are we living in a lie? Ashira also talks about how the light refers to the illusion of what you can see. Light is an illusion. That's also a fact that we know about life. What you are seeing with your own two eyes, what is considered light, is holographic and it's changing all the time. But is it real? Is it um is it there if you're not looking at it? It's kind of like that discussion about if a tree in the forest falls, does it make any noise if no one hears it? I really think that's a stupid question anyway. But this is a good way to think about dark and light energy. So dark beings and light beings. A lot of people talk about, oh, I'm a light worker and I'm a I'm a indigo child and I'm a star seed and this refers to placing your consciousness in a predestined, predetermined position. When you are a dark being, you are unpredictable. And you are able to manipulate the light. I will tell you that it is a lot more difficult to manifest with light energy. Amber Khan talked about how the secret is bullshit. And the reason why the secret is bullshit is because um, it doesn't work. You are not connecting with your manifestation power. All that you are simply doing is observing. There's no feeling. There's no energetic exchange. The reason why dark energy is more powerful is because this is where creation begins. This is how things are made. This is where ideas come from. Ashira also talks about how you can close your eyes to escape the light. And when you manifest in the darkness, you go into the void, you create out of the void what you want, and you send it to yourself. Basic, simple manifestation. I'll say that that's, it's, it's, it's a very basic, a very basic technique. But yeah, it works. And when you go too far into the light, you start to allow the light to, one, distract you, two, discourage you, and three, you can't not look at the things that you don't want to look at. 
if we were purely dark, if we if we were purely light, we would not be able to escape. Escaping is important. Escaping is the way that you manifest. The only way that you can manifest is if you constantly go from light to dark. It's a process. The way that you manifest in the dark, that technique about summoning the universe and and cre- uh, becoming the void, creating something out of that void and sending it back to yourself, there's always a light process that happens after that. And that is the manifestation process. You allow that physical thing to come into you. There is a another step to that in between the dark and the light phases and it is to release yourself of everything now when we talk about good and bad which do exist some people who tap into dark energy They don't allow any light to come in. And that's when they start to make dark decisions. They start to go through dark things that they cannot control. Something that all of my um, mentors have taught me is that for you to successfully manifest you must be able to control you have to be able to control the amount of light that gets let in and the amount of darkness that gets let in always because if you don't if you're purely a light worker and if you're purely a dark worker you will not create anything. It's you won't do anything with your life. You just will be and and that's that's okay. That there's people who do that. There's people who do that. If you go and you look at the monks or you look at the sadhus or you look at people who give their life up to God, they they are purely in a light phase. But then The other side of that is that you see people on the street, homeless, drug addicts. I come from Seattle, and Seattle has one of the worst homelessness and drug addiction problems all over the world, but especially in the United States. And when you go to downtown Seattle, you see, I forget, they have a word for it. They have like, it's kind of like Skid Row, but they have like a word for the area and the amount of homeless people that are there those people have given themselves up to the darkness and i'm going to tell you for the sake of this conversation that that is okay as long as you're okay with it as long as you're okay with whatever decision you make this is why when we work with magic and we work with manifestation morals go out the fucking window what is a moral When Shira talks about uh, manifesting with dark energy, which is what we're going to cover, she talks about how you have to let go of 
um, what other people think is right and what other people think is wrong to do, what people want you to do, what people are judging you for, what society is judging you for, what you think life is judging you for, even if it's up to you, what you think God is judging you for. You know, a lot of people who make, de- um, who make mistakes, who make really bad decisions that are public, they say things like, oh, only God can judge me. <laughs> you know, that is a personal, intimate process that you must be able to overcome if you're willing to live that life. If you want to be a successful manifester, you have to take control of your energy period. It doesn't matter if it's light or dark. You have to have a balance. I'm going to do a yin-yang visualization meditation, I think, in the next podcast. Um, and I'll do that soon so that you can experience what it is like to be in that space of complete void and complete light and how to transmute that energy. So I'm going to take you through visually how to... Um, I don't really want to say escape because I kind of feel like escape is not a positive, it's not a positive word to describe um, manifestation, but it is to just let go. You have to let go. I did touch on the forms of magic in I think the first, maybe second podcast. I think I'm going to touch on it maybe in every podcast because this is the discussion. And a good teacher reiterates. So this is for you. When we talk about magic, when we talk about manifesting, when people talk about um, positive magic and negative magic, positive magic is affecting you and you only. Negative magic is manifesting anything else around you, including things that you want to come to you, including manifesting for yourself. Positive magic, an example would be to change the way that you look, to do a beauty spell, to change your hair, to grow your body. It has nothing to do with the outside world. And I will continue to reiterate that magic is just a technology so back in the old 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 days you know pre-phones pre-hair salons pre you know doctors and stuff there was magic used for that as well magic used to make yourself look better um magic used to heal yourself physically magic used to attract wisdom and attract a higher knowing, a higher connection to source and higher self. I also talked about why dark magic was done as well. Because back in the old, 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 old days, (laughs) the technology wasn't there for weaponry, for protection, physical protection, energetic protection, to protect your family, um, to even make money. So so there was also dark energy that dark magic that was used to manifest. When we talk about being a dark being, 
like I am. <laughs> I have a certain way that I live. That I have to abide by. That I have to control. And that lifestyle is all about energy. That's the only thing it's about. But I'll be honest, it's not easy to talk about vampires and to talk about um, draining energy and to talk about dark forces and to talk about demons and, and to, I mean, I could go into, I have videos of me talking about demons and working with them. I could go into that. That's not really going to help you. Unless that's what you want to do, but you can go watch my video. The reason why I don't recommend trying to understand that yet, that's a higher level of knowing. It's a higher level of working with the universe. And it's it's not easy to start out with because it's not easy to to visualize beings that aren't human. And this relates because we are living here, we are living here on the earth. And when I talk about dark and light energy, this is the way of the earth. This is the way of the universe. When you get to a level of recognizing your darkness and really connecting with it, that's when you start to work with higher dimensional beings. And you start to understand that you yourself are a multidimensional being. <laughs> With dark and light energy. Now, I did talk about me being a vampire. I did talk about me being a vampire <laughs> in the previous episodes. And when you first discover it, I remember my first video, I had a, a really a lot of great comments that people were like, yeah, I'm a vampire. I had people texting me and people sharing it with other people who they knew were vampires and being like, oh my God, I understand you now. I understand who you are and I understand why you act the way that you do. Why you don't hang out with me. Why you don't have any friends. <laughs> why you're always talking about demons and darkness. Yeah, it's not a popular thing, but... The way to understand yourself is to understand your dark energy. When you understand what you like that no one knows about, what gives you goosebumps, what interests you. Um, there's this one video, and I remember I watched this video as soon as it came out on YouTube. It's, it's, it was a Vice News or a Vice YouTube video about Al-Qaeda and ISIS. And at the end of the video, they... So... Understanding darkness is about understanding your place within this world. What makes you different? Honestly, I don't like to associate myself with lightness or being a light worker or being an indigo child or a starseed because there's so many of them out there. 
and that's not me being cynical. I'm just, I just, I'm an airy sun. I'm not, you know, basic. I'm very unique. And that's not me being self-absorbed, even though I can be. That's not me being self-absorbed. That's me just knowing myself and just knowing that if I'm going to do something, I'm not going to do it the way that everyone does it. If I'm going to do readings on YouTube for the signs, I'm not going to do it like everyone does. And I love these people out here who do it. But the reason why they are not successful, and that doesn't mean that they're not popular. I'm sure they make a lot of money. I'm sure they have a lot of followers. But I can tell when people aren't at a place where they want to be. And it's because they're not doing anything different. You know, sorry to Amber, sorry to the PC lawyer, sorry to like everyone else who does readings on YouTube. But when you are able to take something from within you, visualize, you know, cutting out a piece of your dark energy, ripping it out of your body and taking it, taking it out in front of you to you to hold, for you to hold and look at, and then creating that into something that no one has ever seen it's never been done it's never that is true manifestation it's easy to attract followers to attract money to attract an easygoing life but what we study in manifestation manifestation manifesting with dark energy is discordianism theory something that i talked about i think in the last podcast about how you need chaos in order to have order you do you just do it's something that i've known from a very young age there are some people that grow up and they just realize that they're different they don't really talk to people the people they talk to and or are interested in are very weird they're different some people are just naturally drawn to certain things And I feel for those people who don't know how to understand themselves. Those are the people, those are the kids that you see in rehabs, that you see in psych wards. And those have been my friends my entire life. People who have trouble with suicide, with um, abuse, physical and drug abuse that is a dark energy that is part of existence and death death being the probably number one you know the the highest form of dark energy when i was really deep into magic i had this um there was a snake that had died my my dad just bought a brand new house. No one had lived in this house. And when he was moving in, there was a snake that was laying in the grass. And it had been literally burned because of the sun, I guess. I guess the sun in Seattle was like banging that day or for a week or whatever. And this really, really small snake had dried up. And because at that point, I was really deep into like dark energy and doing magic. I was like... Thank you, God. So I took the snake and I used it in my in my 
rituals and in my magic. And that's a whole nother conversation to talk about. Talking about magic and rituals and spells is a different level. It's a different level. Just like talking about higher dimensional beings and working with Iblis, the jinn, and working with other vampires and demonic forces, it's a different topic. Manifestation is just the law of the universe. It's just how things go. It's not anything crazy scientific. But the reason why that it's it's difficult for people to understand is because it, it it's not about doing the same thing. It's like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do to manifest for you because I need to know your specific situation. When I give readings to people, um, I wrote down what happens in the readings, like what I usually pick up. And I wrote your dark side and your extremely dark thoughts. This is usually what I read when I do readings. Um, your subconscious, you know, how you feel about aliens. Aliens come up in almost every time I give a reading to these people. Because these people are, they're, they're high energy. They have, it's not positive. It's not negative. They're just high energy people. I'm sure some of them are vampires. I'm sure some of them are angels. I'm sure some of them are hybrids just like me. Um, who is on you energetically, who you attract, because that is part of a reading to pick up, you know, the people around you, where you are unsatisfied. That is a big one because when you go through um, difficult times and where you go through periods of unsatisfaction, that isn't it. That is a transmute. <laughs> transmutation of your energy and it it's a way that you don't understand it's 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 not having control letting go and not having control are two different things in order to let go you have to have control if you don't have control maybe you're just holding on so tight that you can't let go of the things that unsatisfy you that dissatisfy you so in order to control it, you have to understand. Where are you unsatisfied? Do you even know that you're unsatisfied in this particular situation or this part of, you, this part of your life? Are you looking at things for how they are? Or are you making excuses for people? Uh, obviously, what your dark, dark power is. And how to balance your darkness. So when I... Um, I used to do readings on Fiverr, and I think Fiverr is good now. It used to be shitty, but um, I was doing readings on Fiverr years ago, and one of the readings that I did was for me to tell you what your dark energy is. If you're interested in this reading, I just opened it back up on Fiverr, so you can find me at The Godhood on Fiverr, and I have a couple different readings you can you can get as well as like a tailored visualization um but i used to do these readings of like what is your dark power and i would write a report out for people and i did do it through astrology because when you when you understand astrology it just becomes so easy you know your moon sign is a lot of your darkness but you also have to look at your draconian chart 
And then I would also look at Vedic. And I, was, I would also look at... Um, I would also look at your solar return. So there's different ways on how to determine certain things with astrology. If anyone's interested, I can do a podcast about that and talk about how I learned it and everything. But when you... Um, when you understand your dark power, you understand what you already know and you don't understand how it's helping you. So a lot of times people don't know that um, their ability to block people when they have disrespected them is a dark power. <laughs> your ability to... Um, it could be speak your ability to see your ability to feel your ability to hear your ability to travel it could it could honestly be anything but it's a theme in your life that is undeniable it's something that you can't deny just like your darkness it's it's undeniable it's it's something that you must do in order to balance yourself now you also have light power But like we said, light power is not as powerful. It's because we live in a light reflection. Like I said before, that the universe is holographic. And um, if anyone has seen that video, I don't think she has it up anymore. But Amber Khan did a video on her channel a couple years ago about the holographic universe. And in that video is when she discusses... um, how to control the matrix, how to make sure that you add in the darkness and add in the light and control the balance of the two, because that's important. So because we are already living in a simulation that's made of light, holographic light, you have to be the one to control your darkness, right? If you are the darkness within... You are the void of the universe. What you are seeing, right? Because your eyes just absorb light. What you are seeing is the light around you. Is it factual? Like we said, is it an illusion? It is an illusion. No, it's not factual. But you can guarantee that who you are in your stream of consciousness is most definitely factual. You know how to make a YouTube video, upload it, and publish it. You know how to go on Facebook and write something so that other people can see it. You know how to project energy. That is a technique of light energy, of examining how you're able to think about what you would like to express and then express it. So... Before you post something, before you upload something, before you take that picture and post it somewhere, you as the darkness of the universe are creating that before it is released onto the public, onto online. And that's one of the that's one of the best examples I have of positively manifesting and how to balance. Now what is ascension? What does that word mean? Why is it important to the Godhood? The Godhood is all about methods of ascension. It's all about how you are able to 
energetically and spiritually evolve. Spiritual evolution is an ever-going process. It never ends. And something that I think is important to understand is that it has always been. You know? You ever have those moments where you're thinking about your life and your existence and you're like, wow, I'm really living here. Like, what am I doing here? Why am I here? I'm a consciousness that ended up right here along with all these other people at this one time. How do you think about that? Past lives are a different story. But we can just say for the sake of this conversation that you weren't living during the 1700s. You weren't living during 300 BC with those people that were. You're living now. And... To understand that is to understand that you have always been. But where have you been before you were born? What were you doing? What was that time for? What was that space like? Why did you decide to come now? Why? What's the deal with this time? Why are you so obsessed with this time? (laughs) What makes this the right time for you? And right then and there, just those few sentences, you can feel the power within you. You can feel the purpose. You can feel even the love, even if it's not love expressed in the way of a human form. We're not talking human form. We're talking spiritual being. We're talking ascension. So now you were born here. Whatever happened before, now you're here. And this was a climax in your spiritual evolution. This was manifestation. This was creating something new. This was escaping or transmuting. It was coming to a different place in order to live a different life and to be a different being and to experience human evolution, human ascension, to discover the earth, to discover the world, to meet other people and beings during this time. When you think about how dimensionally expansive you are, just think about your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your ancestors and that lineage of power that has brought you to this point truly brought you to this point you can try to think of it as you are your you know your great grandmothers her grandmothers her grandmothers your moms all of that as one line of ascension I think working with your ancestors is a great way to connect with your energy, light and dark. And that was really, for me, that was really when I started to understand it. Because I can say, yeah, I'm a dark being, but why? And how do I know? And I told you, it's about my parents. It's about where I come from and where they were born, where their parents were born, where their ancestors were born. 
And that is who I am. And if you think about yourself as one with them, as one with the family, one with the ancestors, one with the DNA, that's where it gets, you know, factual is when you think about the DNA. I will tell you, it is the coolest thing. If you have not done Ancestry DNA or 23andMe or one of those, please, please. There's a lot of debate. There's a lot of controversy about is it factual? How do they know exactly? I'm just going to tell you that it's just fun. It's just super fun. For me, once you do your DNA, you can, you can upload it onto like tons of sites and you can get so much more information. So for me, that has been the most exciting part is seeing that my, ancestor, my ancestors lived in the Ghaznavid um, dynasty. Is it the dynasty or the empire? They're just from the Ghaznavid. They're from Bactria. They're from Mesopotamia. And that shit blows my mind. (laughs) Recently, I've been doing a lot of research about the cradle of civilization. And my ancestors came from the beginning, beginning, beginning of civilization on this earth. It's crazy. To understand your power, to really understand everything that you are, look at your family. Look at both sides. Look at every side and understand that who they are is a part of you. If you've had family like me that has that has been addicts, that have been depressed, that have committed suicide, that have gone to jail, that have fucked their life up, that had really bad things happen to them, that got traumatized by the war and by communism and, and just had the worst of the worst, it's connected to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It reflects within your DNA a sequence of events that continues to play out in your life. It doesn't have to be physically. It, it can be mentally. It can be whatever you want it to be. But I definitely think it's important to understand all of what happened to everyone in your family, to know their life from beginning to end so that you can understand your power, your dark power. And to love it. The way of ascension is to discover every bit of energy and information about yourself and then love it. Give it love. Send it love. Fill it with love. Dark and light, whatever it is. Whatever it is. All of it. All of it. Everyone. Do that and appreciate it. Say thank you to it, you know. (laughs) We're not in therapy, I promise. Maybe like dark energy therapy, I don't know. Whatever you want it to be. But why this is important is because you are here for a reason and you have a way that you live. 
If you don't live the way that you are supposed to energetically, whether you're a vampire or a fairy or a demon angel hybrid, whatever the fuck you are, I don't discriminate. I I love you. <laughs> I love all of you. I love all of the the jinns out there, the the um nephilim. I love the the mythical beings. I love the dolphins and the unicorns and I've always been into that shit because I believe in it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I do. I believe in all of it. I believe it's here for a reason and I believe that us humans have definitely mutated with them (laughs) but that's another conversation also the alien beings right because all of us almost all of us have a connection with alien beings i'm going to talk about that in the next episode as well (laughs) about alien contact because that's that's a heavy topic i talked about dark forces in the last one and Something I think to end on is when you discover more about your dark being. I mean, just think about like when you were born, right? When you were born into the light, you can't, you went from the darkness to the light. What are you immediately hit by? You're hit by people, beings bigger and older and stronger than you, more knowledgeable than you that are supposed to be making sure that you don't die. I was thinking about, oh, when I'm pregnant, I want to give birth outside. I would love for my baby to experience, like, I don't want to be inside. I want to be outside. But then I thought about, I'm probably not going to be able to do that. Because in order for my baby to survive, they have to be clean. They have to be washed. They have to be um, not exposed to, and like, a lot of bacteria and germs and, you know, whatever else is flying out in this universe that is not okay for us. Ashira also talks about how the sun represents the source of light energy in our universe and if we get too close to the sun we burn <laughs> but if we get too far from it we die yeah we die of coldness of hypothermia of probably no food i don't even want to know what happens to us when we get too far from the moon or get too close to it i don't even want to know when astronauts go into space they gotta put all of that shit on <laughs> They gotta put the astro suit on so that they don't freaking die, right? Dark energy, dark energy. Light energy, light energy. It's all good and bad. There's no... There's no really putting it in a box because I feel like it always changes. Everything always changes. The sun's one day going to die out and not produce any light and then it'll follow its own path of what it knows it's supposed to do right understanding who you are what you need as an energetic being and then we can talk about when you're an alien when you're a demon angel hybrid that's later but right now you're just an energetic being and you've always been one you've always been one And if you want more information, I definitely have really good, I'm going to leave that in the comments of some really good people that you can watch to learn about this as well as my videos because I've talked about this before like a year ago. Um, I think I talked probably better about it in those videos too. So I'm sorry if this did not do you justice, but this was a really, really good um, 
introduction, I think. Introduction to surviving as an energetic being. As an energetic being. And, um, and then we'll go deeper. And the next time, I'm definitely going to do a meditation for you. A visualization. It's called Yin Yang Visualization. And you'll go into the light and the darkness of the yin and yang. And then you'll go in between. What's in between? Does anyone know? What happens when you go like directly in between the light and the dark? The border. When you're on the border. What happens there? What goes down? Think about it until I can get this out. And I promise these are going to be better. But thank you for listening. And... The yin-yang visualization is coming next. Godhood.